Half of the sentences in this English lesson will not make any sense. That means today's lesson is a phrasal verb quiz. I'm going to quiz you on some sentences and you get to decide which phrasal verb makes sense. And I'll try to trick you in this quiz, so be careful. I've chosen some of the most important phrasal verbs in the English language for today's quiz. Let's see how many phrasal verbs you know in today's English lesson. In today's English lesson, you'll see a sentence on screen with a blank space. I'm going to give you two phrasal verbs to choose from and you choose the correct phrasal verb. Let's get started. After a long day at work, I can't wait to my shoes and relax on the couch. Take off or put off. The correct answer in this sentence is take off. When you remove something from your body, like shoes or a shirt or pants, we say take off. Sarah had to her meeting due to a sudden emergency. Did Sarah have to call off or send off? The correct answer is call off. When you call off something, it means you cancel it. We use the phrasal verb send off when we're saying goodbye to someone. So in this sentence, it does not make sense. The correct answer is call off or to cancel. I was cleaning the attic when I, an old photo album. When I came across an old photo album or when I put across an old photo album. The correct answer is came across. The phrasal verb to come across something means to find it unexpectedly. So if you're cleaning your attic or any other storage area in your house, you might come across some interesting things. That means you might find some things that you didn't know were there. The phrasal verb put across does not exist. I can't think of any case in the English language where I would say put across. Don't when you're in the middle of an important conversation. Don't wander off or don't wander to. The correct answer is wander off. Don't wander off when you're in the middle of an important conversation. So if you're speaking to someone about something really important and all of a sudden you start to walk away, we call that wandering off. In the English language, the verb to wander, it just means to walk aimlessly with no mission or no objective. You're just exploring or you're just getting lost. When we say we're wandering off from a conversation or a place, it means we're straying from the place where we're supposed to be. So this is a really useful phrasal verb in the English language and you'll definitely hear native English speakers say they just wandered off. Maybe they wandered off in the middle of an important conversation. And the phrasal verb wander to does not exist in the English language, so don't use that one. You need to your car from the mechanics shop today. You need to pick up or you need to pick apart. The correct answer is you need to pick up. 
When we talk about getting something from a store and bringing it home, we say we're picking it up. To pick apart means to literally take pieces from something and take them apart or remove them from something. So the correct phrasal verb here is to pick up. If we are going to get the car that we own from the mechanic shop, so the person that fixes our car and bring it back with us, we are picking it up. Sometimes we say, I can pick you up from work. That means I can drive there and get you in my car and bring you home from work. The old house started to because of its age and neglect. The old house started to fall off or the old house started to fall apart. The correct phrasal verb for this sentence is to fall apart. When we say that something is falling apart, we use this phrasal verb very commonly. It means that something is starting to slowly break. Pieces are coming off. Maybe you have a really old pair of shoes. You've been wearing them forever. They're super dirty. Little pieces are coming apart from them. We can say they are falling apart. You need new shoes. That means your shoes are starting to look broken and soon you will not even be able to wear them because they will just be completely broken and completely old. Can you, my dog while I'm on vacation, can you look on my dog while I'm on vacation? Or can you look after my dog while I'm on vacation? The correct answer is look after. When we say that someone should look after somebody or something like an animal, it means they are taking care of them. They are making sure that they don't get in trouble or damaged or lost or broken. You are just taking care of the thing or the person. If you need to go somewhere, maybe you need to run to the store, you might ask someone to look after your kids. This means like babysitting. And look on is not a phrasal verb in the English language, so do not use this phrasal verb either. We should the details of the project before the presentation. We should go over the details or we should go forward the details. The correct answer to this question is we should go over the details. When you say you are going over something, it means you are reviewing a document or you are reviewing a book or rules or whatever it might be. A common phrase in English is we need to go over the plan. This means let's review it and make sure we both know what the plan is. To go forward means to go ahead or to start something. So you might ask someone, do you wanna go forward with this? This means do you want to do it? So in this sentence, go forward doesn't make sense. The correct answer is go over. When you're on the phone, please ask the caller to for a moment. Are you going to ask the caller to hold on or to hold off for a moment? The correct answer is to hold on for a moment. So in English, sometimes when it comes to the telephone, we'll just say, could you hold for a moment? 
And this means we are going to put them on hold on our telephone. So maybe there'll be some music that plays while they wait on the phone. We need to leave or we need to take a different call. Now, if you're helping someone on the phone and you're going to stay on the phone the whole time, you're not going to put hold music on. You can say, just hold on while I find this for you or hold on while my computer loads, whatever it may be. It just means you need them to wait for a moment. Now the phrasal verb to hold off, it's very, very common as well. In this sentence, it doesn't make sense because when you ask someone to hold off, it means you're telling them to wait to do something. So in this sentence, I'm saying, hold on. That means I'm going to do something and I want you to wait. And to hold off means I want you to wait to do something. So I can see how these two phrasal verbs can be super confusing. Hopefully this example really clarifies the difference between holding on and holding off. Please, your trash in the bin, don't litter. Please clean up your trash in the bin or please clean to your trash in the bin. The correct answer in this question is please clean up your trash. Clean to is not a phrasal verb in English. We always say clean up when it comes to trash or cleaning in general. A really common phrase in English with this phrasal verb is I'm going to clean up my house today. This means I'm just going to clean the house totally for the day. I'm going to vacuum, I'm going to scrub, I'm going to dust. Whatever needs cleaning in my house, I'm going to clean up. I have to go to class today because my teacher won't let me the test if I miss it. Will my teacher not let me mix up the test or make up the test? The correct answer is my teacher will not let me make up the test. When someone lets you make up something, they let you redo it or reconcile it. So typically when we miss something, we might say, can I make this up? This means, can I have another opportunity to do the same thing? Or if you make a mistake and you make someone angry, you might ask them, how can I make this up to you? This means, how can I replace this incident with something better? Make up in the English language has a lot of different uses, but when we talk about redoing a test or a quiz or some sort of assignment in school, we call that making it up. That means redoing it. And to mix up something means to confuse it with another thing. If we have something that's really confusing and we do the wrong thing, we might say, oh, I'm sorry, I got mixed up. I have to some groceries on my way home from work. I have to pick up some groceries or I have to pick out some groceries. The correct answer to this question is I have to pick up some groceries. Now, that's the one that I think makes more sense in this sentence, but you could say I need to pick out some groceries. So to pick up, means to go get. To pick out means to choose. So maybe you have to stop on your way home and 
choose some groceries, but more commonly, we will just say, I need to pick up some groceries. That means you have an idea of what you need to get from the grocery store for food. Maybe you're making pasta that night and you need to pick up some spaghetti and some spaghetti sauce. But if you're not sure exactly what you're going to get, maybe you don't know what you want for dinner, you might say, I have to go pick out some groceries for dinner. So both phrasal verbs could kind of make sense in this sentence. To pick up means to get, and to pick out means to choose. These phrasal verbs sound very similar, but they have pretty different meanings. The rain forced us to our picnic. The rain forced us to put off our picnic, or the rain forced us to put on our picnic. The correct answer is the rain forced us to put off our picnic. To put off something means to delay it or decide to do it later. So if it is raining, you would not want to have a picnic or a meal outside. Now to put on means to have, to do something, an event of some sort. If you are putting on a show, that means you're going to make a show. You're having a show with an audience that people can come to. Sometimes we say, I'm going to put on a party for Saturday night. This means I'm having a party for Saturday night. It's a less common way to say this, but we do use put on in this way sometimes. But the correct answer in this sentence is we're going to put off the picnic because we have to do it later. We're going to cancel it, but we're going to do it later. I always... When I have an important meeting for work, I always dress up for the important meeting or I always dress down for the important meeting. The correct answer for this question is I always dress up for an important meeting at work. To dress up means to dress better than normal, to try to look nice or as I like to say, fancy. To dress down actually means to dress more casually. In the United States, casual Fridays are pretty common in the workplace. That means on Fridays, everyone who works in a certain office doesn't dress up like they normally do. They can dress down and wear jeans and sweatshirts and t-shirts and casual clothes like that. So to dress up means to dress better and to dress down means to dress more casually. We need to a plan to solve this problem. We need to make for a plan or we need to make up a plan. The correct answer in this question is we need to make up a plan. When we use the phrasal verb make up, as I mentioned before, it has so many different uses in the English language. When you make up something, it means you invent it or create it. So you can make up a lie, which is a common phrase to use in English, which means you lie about something that didn't happen. But when we say we're making up a plan, it means we're thinking of a new plan to solve a problem. And to make for is not a phrasal verb in English, so don't use that one. The airplane is about to... Please fasten your seatbelts. The airplane is about to take off or the airplane is about to take on. 
The correct answer for this sentence is the airplane is about to take off. We use this phrasal verb take off when it comes to airplanes to mean it's going to start to fly. When we also want to say that something is going to start doing well or become popular, we say it's going to take off. Right now, I really noticed that Reebok shoes are starting to take off. That means a lot of people are wearing them and they're becoming really popular. To take on has a completely different meaning than to take off in this sentence. When we take on something, it means we are willing to accept responsibility. So you can take on a job or you can take on a task. And this means you're going to start to do it. You're willing to do the work. The couple decided to, after being together for 10 years, the couple decided to break down or the couple decided to break up. The correct answer for this sentence is the couple decided to break up. When two people break up, it means they end their relationship. Or if you break up a company, it means you end the company. To break down can have several different meanings. It can mean to literally break or not work anymore if you're talking about a machine. If you're talking about a person breaking down, it means they are very emotional. They are just not happy anymore. They're really, really sad. And it's like they've lost all hope if they're breaking down. So in this sentence, we say two people break up or end their relationship. I at 6.30 a.m. every morning to go for a run. I wake to at 6.30 a.m. or I wake up at 6.30 a.m. The correct answer for this sentence is I wake up at 6.30 a.m. to go for a run. I do wake up quite early, but right now I don't go for a run in the morning. I wish I was that motivated. When you want to say you get up out of bed, you are awake for the day, we say we wake up. Now, sometimes we just say I was awake at 6.30. That might mean we're just in bed and we are awake, but typically in English, we use wake up to mean that we get out of bed and start our day. We do not use the phrasal verb wake to in English. It is incorrect. We should, these old toys, they're no longer needed. We should throw out these old toys or we should throw on these new toys. The correct answer for this sentence is we should throw out these old toys. If you don't need something, you can throw it out. That means you put it in the garbage. Now, I would recommend donating old toys or finding someone else that can actually use them unless they're broken or damaged, but in this sentence, we say throw out. The phrasal verb throw on can be used sometimes to mean to try on clothes very quickly or to put on clothes very quickly. Like, I'm going to throw on a jacket before I go outside. That means I'm just going to put it on quickly. But in this sentence, to throw on toys does not make sense at all. I can't believe we, of coffee, we need to buy more. I can't believe we ran over coffee or I can't believe we ran out of coffee.
The correct answer to this question is I can't believe we ran out of coffee. To run out of something means that you do not have any more supply left of it. So when you run out of coffee, you look in the coffee can and it's empty. If you run out of gas in your car, your car will no longer drive anymore. The fuel tank is empty. Now, when we say run over, it does not make sense in the sentence at all because when we say run over in English, it means we go over something with either our car or we run over it with our feet. So you do not want to run over a deer because it's so dangerous. And obviously it's very sad to kill a deer too, but it does happen quite frequently here in the United States because we have so many deer on the road. How many phrasal verbs did you guys get correct in today's English quiz? Let me know in the comments if you are a genius when it comes to phrasal verbs in English. Or if you need some more work, I definitely have some lessons for you that will be next on screen all about phrasal verbs because they are so important for speaking advanced English. I'll see you guys in the next English lesson. Goodbye!